When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast with my co-host Frank Santopadre. Our guest this week is a Golden Globe, an Emmy-winning performer, and one of the most recognized and admired stage, TV, and film actors of his generation. You know his work from popular features, including... And Justice for All, Mr. Mom, City Slickers, Life Stinks, Meet Joe Black, There's Something About Mary, Girl Interrupted, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Tangled, Hellboy, The Hangover, and The Death of Stalin. You've also seen him in dozens of well-known TV shows, such as Taxi, M.A.S.H., Hill Street Blues, Max Headroom, uh, Tales from the Crypt, Entourage, Bob's Burgers, The Orville, The Good Wife, Archer, and three groundbreaking series, Transparent, Arrested Development, and a program we love to talk about on this podcast, The Larry Sanders Show. Yay. In a career that started in repertory theater way back in the early 1970s, (laughs) he's gone on to work side by side with George C. Scott, Mel Brooks, Brad Pitt, Mm. (laughs) Helen Mirren, Sir Anthony Hopkins, (laughs) Angelina Jolie. You didn't say yes for her. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. uh, girl interrupted. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, David Mamet. Guillermo del Toro. Close. Or Guillermo, whatever you want to do. Guillermo. Guillermo. Whatever I knew I'd fuck that one up. Here we go. Guillermo del Toro. Al Pacino. Arthur, Arthur Penn. Uh, Norman Jewison. Yes. And... The one he's most proud of. Gilbert Gottfried. That's right. Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried. Here I am. <laughs> yes. He, he has his own podcast, Diverted to... Uh, diverted. Yeah. He has his own podcast. I like Diverted. Devoted and Diverted 
to the love and art of acting, and it's called, appropriately, <laughs> Acting Schmacting. Yeah. And in his 2000... Am I allowed to talk to during this introduction? Sure. It's, it's been going on for about five minutes. <laughs> it's almost and, over. And I'm actually losing the ability to... Uh, I think I have uh, something wrong here. Do we, do we have Medicaid? Uh, I'm sorry. Medic... Oh, and it's 2017 memoir, and it's a good one. It's called Are You Anybody? Frank and I are pleased to welcome to the show a versatile and adventurous actor, a fan of this very podcast. You got that right. And my co-star in the classic movie, Funky Monkey. Were you in Funky Monkey? I was in Funky Monkey. What are we doing even sitting here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have to talk about Funky Monkey. What yeah. were you in Funky Monkey? Oh, I was like a mad scientist. And I was inebriated. Yeah. Well, you had to be. Were to you be in Nice? Funky Monkey. Were you in Nice? No. Well, now, were we in two different Funky Monkeys? Well, there was Funky the- Monkey 1. <laughs> Yes. And Funky Monkey 2. Now, there was a Funky Monkey that had a an angry, drunken French midget walking around in a monkey outfit. Well, I don't know about the angry yeah. nor the drunken. Yeah. But I do know that in the original Funky Monkey 1, uh, I think on the first day of shooting, the monkey bit Matthew Modine. Oh and- well, I was I was working with Matthew Modine. <laughs> Do you want to say who the guest is? Oh, oh, oh yeah, Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome, but more importantly, I do remember, oh, wait, wait. I remember Matthew Modine showing me his hand. From the bike. With the teeth marks yeah. in it. Now, the left hand was me. <laughs> and the right hand was this chimp. Now, see, I heard they originally shot it maybe in France or something. Nice. Nice, nice yes. France. And they had, they had a... Uh, an angry, drunken French midget, which, you know, you'd have to be angry and drunk if you were a midget in a monkey suit. In Nice. In, and, and in Funky Monkey. Yeah. Uh, and he was. Don't you know everything when they say, hey, you just got an offer and the name of the show is Funky Monkey? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't, isn't that when you put yeah. the phone down and say, talk to you later? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's when you hang yourself. So you were at UCLA when we shot. The second part. Uh, yeah, I was in. Yeah, I was in California, and uh, and and I was filming. There was a monkey on my head <laughs> when I was filming my scene. What do you mean? Well, there was a little monkey. I, I a spider monkey or something that climbed up on my head. Ah, uh, show business. And and <laughs> but but yeah, I heard they had a lot of trouble with the angry French drunken midget. Yeah. Uh but yes, and and uh, I've I've never seen Funky Monkey. You are uh, <laughs> a list of. Oh, ma- I and- haven't. Matthew Modine yes. told me He bit you. How no, he's told me how smart these monkeys are. Oy. That after he got bitten by the monkey, another monkey looked at Matthew Modine's hand, held it, and rubbed 
his paw oh. over it, like to make his to make that bite mark better. How wonderful! How about that? Was that yeah. the one that got the bad review? The one-line review. Uh, yes, yes. There was a one-line review. Am I of in it? Funky? No. no. <laughs> one line. A funk. The one of the greatest reviews of all time. He's it. The one line was Matthew Modine uh, once starred in a Stanley Kubrick film, <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Says That's it great. And that tells yeah. you it right there. Yeah. The yeah. highs yeah. and lows well, of a career. My wife and I were. Uh, my wife, who's here today, Cat, and I were in Nice, France. And uh, we were having, uh, and and we're making arguably one of the, uh, uh, in Yiddish we say drek. <laughs> uh, uh, and we didn't know what we were doing, but uh, you know. <laughs> anyhow, it's nice to be here. Thank you. Welcome. I love you're what you've finally done here, with the place. Jeff. Pardon yes, me. You're finally here. I'm Welcome. finally here. I'll, I'll officially apologize because I bolted last time. I phoned. Uh, Dara, is that it? Yeah. I phoned Dara today, and, and I, 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 because I, I wanted to know if we were videoed and if I had to dress up, and um, <laughs> which I obviously did, and I, I didn't leave the message, and I went, oh my god, she must be freaking out because he's he's bolted yet again, but you know I was nervous about coming on, and I, I apologize for any. Uh, uh, consternation is that a word? Yeah, no any need consternation. For any constipation. But I'm cool. We're cool, right? Yeah, good. I'm cool. We're glad you're finally here. Finally, yeah. And we've done. We were in you're a bunch. Pointing of, it. Now. I know. <laughs> uh, we've done a bunch of other things. Yeah. Now you remembered uh, that we, because I used to. They used to call me for those beginning sketches. That's right. On the Jay Leno right. Tonight Show, which right. I love doing. I those. know. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, I know. Well, you should know this. Yeah. But you were around a lot. Yeah, I loved doing it. And that you show. came in the backstage, and we 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 schmoozed. Yeah. Uh, have you noticed that I've become more Jewish as we started the show? <laughs> <laughs> I've just, I'm throwing in this Yiddishisms and everything. It's, um, anyhow, and we talked. And we had a great time, and I and um, uh, yeah, and then we did. You want to say what we did? Else? Oh, okay. Uh, we also, I think we were. You're going to throw in, something at me. I yeah yeah you because you're turning you're turning into Theodore Bickel. <laughs> <laughs> if I were a rich man, I <laughs> oh go ahead. Okay, why now, am I turning are, into Theodore Bickel? What you were old? You said you're turning into more of a Jewish. More now of a look, Jewish. Now listen, listen to me. <laughs> more of a Jewish. More, 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 I know. Don't I'm, talk to I'm, him. I'm He's more of a in, Jewish. I'm turning it. I'm turning into Chico Marx. He's a turning into more of a Jewish. Okay. Oh, listen. We both, I think, yes. were in those ESPN commercials with the card playing dogs. Weren't you a voice in that? I if, could have been. If not, we could cut this out. I don't of, know. I, no, we don't have to cut it out. Can you know that I was at school the other day? Um, um, and uh, because sometimes people get me mixed up and I walked in and they just say, I, I'm sorry, I just have to say it, but I just, uh, I love your work. I just love your work. And I said, thank you. Thank you so much. No, I really love you. You've meant so much to me, Mr. Gould. Oh Elliot my Gould. God. Cause I'm a dead lookalike for hey, Elliot no. Gould. Could, could someone look up <laughs> no. the ESPN card playing dogs? I'm sure you were in that. And Art Carney was in it too. 
Wow. Are you it, sure? It was, Are you was, not thinking of Jackie Gleason? It, it, <laughs> he gets them mixed up. <laughs> it may have been Audrey Meadows I'm mistaking you for. <laughs> and what else were we in? Okay. Uh, Drum the, roll. The, oh, okay. I, and, I, 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 and, and I keep forgetting his name. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Susu Studio, I was going to say. Were you in that? Yes. And, what was and that, also, a TV movie, Gil? And, and, and... The Phil, we the did Phil a Collins video, thing. a very oh, a famous video. video. video right? Yes. And, and, uh, let's see. Henry uh, Mancini was there? Uh, Henry Mancini, Phil absolutely. Phil Collins, wow. Phil Collins, uh, and, uh, Miss America. Uh, Will, Vanessa Williams was in it, too. That's right. And, uh, and... And my agent tried to, uh, uh, love, uh tried to buy Henry Mancini's tuxedo. Oh, boy. You don't mean no boy. I do mean no boy. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't embarrassed well, it at wasn't, all. Well, it wasn't an exciting yeah. old boy. No, but the fact that he sold it to her was interesting. See, see, sometimes I'll say, oh, boy. And other times I say, wow. A lot I say, wow. Show. My kids say, wow. Yeah, see, and, you know, sometimes I genuinely mean, wow. I love wow. And other times, it's like I can't think of a fucking thing to say. Same. So I go, wow. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I don't wow. even know where I am right now. So did you look it up? Yeah, no. No one moved. Yeah. Who was in was it? Was Jeffrey in it? I don't know. I just have the YouTube link. I could play it. No. Could you no. fucking find out <laughs> if Jeffrey yeah. was Jesus Christ? Now, do the, do the big one. What were we in the big one? Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Besides Funky Monkey oh, 1 Dr. and Doolittle. 2. Dr. Doolittle. You were in Dr. Doolittle? Yes. yes. I was the- Were you just following me? What's I going on? I was the obsessive compulsive yes, dog. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Where he'd where go, throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. Oh, oh, throw the ball. Come on, doctor, doctor, am I alone here? Throw the ball. Oh, that's great. That's great. And I, I was the veterinarian. Yes, and I put the thermometer on the first shot up the uh, up up the puppet's uh, rectum. Yes, except it wasn't the puppet; it was the real dog. And they didn't tell me, and the uh, <laughs> the dog uh, the dog farted in my face. Oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to show business. Show business. Now, why did you find out? It was uh, you and Art Carney. <laughs> Who else? There were about six. It just says that you two did all the voices. It had to do with that painting of the dogs playing cards. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll do a deeper dive after the show. I love Frank. How Frank just did that. Yes. Well, we'll do a deeper dive. That that's uh, his. Otherwise, twenty minutes will be spent on yeah. trying that, to find that's this. That's Frank's way of saying. Just shut the and fuck get up. The and fuck on. Move now, on did, to the next question. Did we do an, another thing together? Hollywood Square. Hollywood Square. Hollywood Squares, yes. And uh, I got uh, Henry Winkler asked me to do the voice, and I said, You got to be kidding. You're. Oh. Come on down. Well, that's horrible. I just hurt myself, by the way. <laughs> um, oh, God. Well, you and Henry go way back. Yeah, way yeah, back. Yeah. He was my producer on. Good guy. Uh, Mr. Sunshine. Mr. Sunshine. Where I played a blind man. I remember it. Opposite Dynasty. What are the chances? <laughs> now, is that all the <laughs> things Leonard we- Fry on that show? Okay. Huh? Leonard Fry was on that show. The character wow, actor. Wow, you have done your homework. Well, he, oh, I, I was a fan of He was of a great, great, great actor. Yeah, funny guy. Funny guy. Well, here we are. Gil? Well, that- What? what yeah. <laughs> Do they call I, you Gil? I, 
Is is that all the things that I've done with Jeffrey? That was all I could find on IMDb. Okay. All the common credits. Yeah. The, now uh, you might want to look up, uh, uh, you know, uh, Elliot Gould. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Weren't, weren't you also occasionally confused with Doctor Phil? Oh, absolutely. When I was uh, younger and I had uh, uh, not gray hair and a mustache, right. people used to thank me on the street for helping them. Well, they, <laughs> well, thank you. And you I would Kingsley say, days. I'm not that. And they went, oh, right. thank you. You're so modest. I said, uh, and finally I used his phrase. I went, well, how's that going for you? <laughs> you should see your producer right now. <laughs> he's about to jump out of his seat because he said, we're not even into the fucking show. I let him exhaust himself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's like working with oh, a three-year-old. Hey, hey, Mary, I just saw this. I just listened to a five-hour podcast on <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. It's great. Do you know that I'm a fan of your show? I have to tell you something. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was an instance. That was one of the insincere no, responses. The reason I like your wow. show is sometimes when I broke the mic. <laughs> we'll cut that too, along with the oh my uh, God, funky wow. monkey. I have irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> Is that what I have? That's my. That's what I should do an uh, advertisement for. Hi, Jeff Tambor for irritable ball syndrome. Listen. Uh, so anyway, am I being too silly? Uh, no. Oh. Um, you were starting to say you were a fan of the show. This show? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> um, no. I tell you why. When Counting- I no no you got to listen to this because okay. I promised I was going to do it. Okay. When I get down, when I get the little Hungarian Russian, which I am. Yeah. I listen to this show, and I also listen to your roasts. How nice. Thank you. Because they make me laugh. Thank you. And you have a gift uh, uh, that few people have, and do we need in these times. You make people laugh, and I believe, oh, great, he bursts, he bursts into tears. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, thanks. Thanks Thank for the you. La- thanks for the laugh. And That's the, nice, the Gilbert, huh? Wow, that I, I see. This puts me in one of those uh, situations where I have to try to be sincere. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, no, and, and you don't want to break that I muscle. I can't do that. No, I can't either. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's easy if you said something where I could go, "Oh, good, go fuck yourself," then I'd be happy. But when I had to be, tell oh, me to go thank, fuck myself. Thank, go fuck yourself. Thank you. Jeff. <laughs> I sent Jeffrey some episodes. I sent in Michael McKean. Right. You requested. You never sent it. I, I sent them. No, you didn't. I didn't. I sent you no. Robert Wagner. No, you keep writing me and saying, I'm going to send you Michael McKean <laughs> and Robert Wagner. And that's it. That's our correspondence. And, and you were you were at one of my roasts at the Friars. I think I was. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Are you that? that New is York shit? Friars or LA Oh, Friars? I have no idea. I don't even know where my car is. <laughs> you kidding me? Do you want to tell us about this this seminal moment that what happened? Moment? It's from your book when you were sitting there with your family watching these shows, watching talk shows, watching Steve Allen, and you said, this is one of the more touching things in the book. Actually, it's a catalyst. You, you said to your folks, I'm going to be on television one day. Oh, yeah. And my father uh, laughed, and he hit me on top of the head, and he was a professional boxer, and he had that ring, uh-huh. and I cried. And I went, I'll show you. And, uh, uh, I, you know, he saw me on Broadway with George C. Scott. Oh, and Sly and he Fox. Saw, and he also saw me uh, in my first uh, film uh, uh, opposite my first film. Oh, with Pacino. Opposite Al Pacino. Oh, good. That- Ask me if I knew what I was doing. Well, yeah, I know you didn't. 
You were terrified. I, I didn't even know what those marks on the floor were. I just thought that was lousy housekeeping. <laughs> you you could have been funny, but it probably on another <laughs> podcast. You you said that you can't watch that. I don't watch. I don't watch me. Why is that? And you didn't want to watch it then because you went to Daly's and you had a bad experience. Very, very bad. And Jack experience. Warden, I believe, they had to drive you. me around till four o'clock in the morning because I wanted to uh, right. wanted to leave. Boy, you did. What did you memorize? That I'm a book? freak. Didn't Jack Warden tell you don't go watch the? He Daily's said don't. don't he said what if you don't like him? And he was he was totally right. Um, first of all, I haven't accepted the fact that I'm bald. So, um, <laughs> and I, I grew up in the I grew up in the theater, and uh, my whole my whole thing is if you once you've sent it, it's sent. What do you have to look at it for? And uh, it's 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 not me. I have. I will later watch it. Um, but mostly, uh, 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 you know, mostly Elliot Gould stuff. And and what was it like working with Al Pacino, especially as your first movie? And he was coming right off The Godfather. I mean, he was he was, hot he as- was something. I remember yeah. once being in an elevator with him, where people actually became unglued. People just I I never knew what fandom was. Uh, he was terrific, and he was he was uh, you know he knew I was a newbie. And uh, he treated me like gold. I will tell you one thing. When you do a close-up, uh, people don't know this. Uh, usually the actor that is off stage puts his head right next to the camera and squeezes it so your eye will be closer to the camera. And uh, he did that on my first close-up. And I went, oh, that poor fucker. He's just trying to, what, what is it, the lamest joke I've ever, ever heard. And I did not know that's how you did a, a close-up. But he treated me like, uh, like well, like the like, like gold and told me, you know, because uh, I was very, I, I can't watch that show and Justice for All because I worried it to death. Really? And, yeah. and I'm a worrier. Do you worry? Oh, yes. What do you worry yes. about today? Oh, everything. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's no order to it, right? Yeah. Right. The catnip and and also uh, that, you you know, uh, the the test results and, on, and, your, on your and blood. And, you know, it's like that thing of where... Frank, do you worry? Oh, yeah. Okay. Where they tell you, <laughs> take one day at a time. It's beyond that. Yeah, I can't. I worry about I'm that. I'm thinking in terms of in five minutes from yeah, now. Yeah, I'm worried. Yeah, yeah. It's, and and it's look like, at you. You're so successful. And you survived. And you know about Funky Monkey 3, right? Yes. <laughs> we're still negotiating. Well, the music hasn't been written. Yeah. But now, we're doing it as oh, a musical. I was going to say, there was that story, uh, Rod Steiger... When he was doing the taxi cab scene and on the waterfront, the I could have been a contender. Yeah, that Mar- Marlon wasn't there. Marlon yeah, right. went home. Yeah, it's, which uh, it's a really no. The uh, thing the to uh, do. Uh, it's not that he went home. I think he went to his therapist in New York City. That's what I I, I, I was reading a book. Uh, 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 yeah, that happens a lot, by the way. Because because I I I met Rod Steiger. I and, loved Rod Steiger. Oh, he was terrific. Yeah. And, and I asked him about that. Yeah. And he said, I didn't speak to him for 20 years after that. No, try to do it like he said it. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Well, I was his <laughs> lawyer. Oh, by the way, course. I also listening to you, uh, you were, uh, uh, you're a great uh, mimic. And yeah, you're a great- uh, He is a great mimic. What is it called? 
He is a great mimic. No, but another word. Impressionist. Yeah, he is. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. With Dick, you were doing everybody. You were doing. Uh, you were doing Dick for God's sake. Have you heard yeah. his James Mason? May I hear it? Yes. It's from now on. You'll have no. Now memory. is James Mason having a bowel movement? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Add that, Gilbert. It's James Mason having a bell move. Yes. Might go something like this. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why, why did I eat at McDonald's today? <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. The I, number I, of people who are turning off this I, podcast is amazing. I do I, love I ordered the... <laughs> X. They got it. I ordered the waffle with cheese. They got cheese. it. Ow. Wash your hands. Wash your oh, hands. Let's oh, go. That, that one, that one is sliding the, back the, in. Use the sandy tabs. Oh. I love the story let, too let, about. Wait, wait, he'll just keep going. He'll beat yeah. it into the ground. It's, let uh, me, <laughs> let me hold on. <laughs> To this towel rack for leverage. <laughs> Talk about auditioning for Jewison too, because you made a very strange choice when he asked you if you were nervous. They had, well, they there's each, a couple. They, they each had about the cigarette packs. Oh yeah, Patrick Palmer and Jewison. You know, had, there's a moment when an actor gets a role, and um, uh, I, I had in- a role for lunch. <laughs> That's why I can't drop. Still sounds like a bowel movement. That'll Are be you in okay? the act next Medic. weekend. Medic. <laughs> That'll Medic. be 20 minutes in the act. Beloved actor Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> I've never heard you laugh like this. When, when James Lipton is going to interview me and go, <laughs> tell me how James Mason has a problem. <laughs> This is going to be one of those shows, Jeffrey. It is one of those shows. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm going to say, listen, uh, I have a a valise of money coming over. Uh, Drop this show. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Can I ask Um, you about something from the book? Which is your 12... I thought I'd work these in periodically because they're fun. Your most embarrassing moments in your career. Which you, this one. Which, it'll lead right into this. There's no, seg- there's no segue. Well, you have 12 in the about, book. This will be Beckett, 13. Is this the Beckett one? The Beckett one is great. Why don't you tell that? What's it, the other one? He's, well, there's the there's the bounce commercial, which is oh fun. Oh, my God. There's the gun smoke audition. Oh, oh let me do the Gunsmoke yeah, audition. Tell us. Uh, you know, they re- tried to reissue uh, Gunsmoke, and they invited me in, and I, I had some notoriety by then uh and they said oh we're so happy to you to be here and so like, do you mind reading you know uh what's the phrase they say now can we hit it back and forth okay which means listen fucker we're auditioning you <laughs> um and uh and so i i said oh surely and i uh i picked it up and then and the line was like uh well he's coming into uh he's coming into na- uh, town now and he's gonna get on the horse and they said, oh, okay, an action. I said, well, you know, he's coming into town now, and he's getting on the horse. And they said, oh, um, um, hold on a second. Um, do, do, you, do you think he's Irish? And I went, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, should we try it again here? And I knew something was terribly wrong because I went, what is coming out of my mouth? <laughs> 
So I did it again and it was worse. Well, you know, he's coming into town now and, you know, don't you know, he's getting on the horse. Anyway, I excused myself and apparently they called my agent and said, there's something terribly wrong with this man. <laughs> now, the other one was I was doing a repertory theater. Right. And I was uh, in a, a play called Beckett. Yeah, it was Beckett. And I was the fourth, uh, fourth baron. And in those days in repertory theater, I had to pull my own court, uh, curtain and then walk out <laughs> through the scene and then pull, pull the curtain back. How professional. <laughs> and I was wearing chain mail. Uh-huh. <laughs> chain mail. It was 1967. It was the year of the Asian flu. And uh, as I started to pull the curtain, I went, hmm, little bubble there. Little kind of, ooh, what's that? That was the beginning of irritable bowel syndrome and Asian flu. And I kind of went, hmm, I better expel that before I go on. And I just gave a little oots, and I completely shit my <laughs> I have above this anecdote. Gil will love this. I <laughs> crapped my chain mail. On stage? No, backstage and then on stage. <laughs> So on stage, squish, 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 squish. That's me walking. I would say my line, Thomas Beckett is dead, and walk, squish, 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 squish. Thomas. And then I noticed in the first two rows, people kind of going, what, what, what is that? And then I squish, 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 and I left the stage, and I pulled the curtain, the curtain and went to, to costumes to get a new pair of... Uh, um, Non-shat clothing. Non-shit clothes. Non-shat. Oh. Let's be Hey, can I straighten something out? Oh, no. With Rod Steiger, (laughs) when he was young, he would talk like that. Yes. And then later on, was that him? Hey, Stalin, I got that. Really? Yeah. Especially in W.C. Fields and me. Yeah. It's like when he turned, it's it's almost like he couldn't stop doing W.C. Fields. (laughs) It was weird. Because it used to be, when I worked on uh, Heat of the Night, and then later on, he would go on shows, and he goes, well, as an actor, and uh, yeah. So he he totally changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. What, fuck what you. am I to say to this fuck something? You, There's Jeff. no rejection. Fuck you. No. Fuck no. You. Fuck you. Fuck you and your whole family. I don't have to laugh at something I have no idea no. what you're saying. Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> Tell us, we love to talk about... I'm leaving. We love to talk about classic directors. You work with Arthur Penn and Jewison. Yeah. Back in, when you were a young actor. Yeah. Tell us something about each one of them. Arthur Penn was uh, changed my life. Uh, By casting great. you in Sly Fox. Yeah, he cast me in Sly Fox. And he also, when Hector Elizondo, that great actor, left, mm-hmm. left, I took over the role for a year and a half. And what was the other director? Uh, uh, Jewison. Jewison. Your first movie. I mean... Go figure. My first Broadway show, I'm going to show with... Uh, they told me not to do it, by the way, because I was an understudy. I had one line. Right. Uh, you look wonderful, sir, which I said three times. And then, um, get this. I do my first film, and it's opposite. I'm starring opposite Al Pacino. I couldn't get over it. Yeah. And it your first just- major stage production, you're with George C. Scott. George C. Scott. Yeah. Who was a mentor to me. I don't know if he knew I was... Uh, he was my mentor, but... I adored him. So you're, you're saying George C. Scott didn't hate the Jews. 
Somebody told me he did. <laughs> I wish you could. I wish the audience could see Jeffrey's face. <laughs> One of the great deadpan I think takes. Something broke. <laughs> I think I'm having a. a, 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 um, a I think I'm having a Beckett moment. Uh, I what? <laughs> I somebody told me. Yes, who was it? George C. I forget who. They yeah. told me was George obviously C. Great information. Scott hated the Jews. No. Well, you nope. didn't hate this Jew, so... Did you let him know you were a Jew? No. No. Well, there you I go. Cu I cut my payas, and I never... Uh, <laughs> and I didn't wear my yarmulke. Speaking of Sly Fox... How about the time in in as uh, in Larry Sanders where Hank refused to take off his yarmulke? Fantastic. I just watched it last night. What is with you? And you... <laughs> Don't you... Are you married? Do you have a life? Yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I watched... Uh, and what I did, I, I did it the thing? night before my wife's surgery when I was supposed to be spending time oh, with my I'm wife. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what how dedicated I am, Jeff. Yeah, I'm sure she appreciated she that. She did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I love the hate loving, mail, loving, that, 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 the hate mail, the hate letter that he gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks well, for the, the reason the, the that he, he left the show is because he got one fan letter that said, uh, right. Dear Jew face? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> What? Like, thanks for the we thanks for the Jew target. So I know what to aim for when I blow your fucking Jew head oh off. Oh my god! And you memorized <laughs> yeah. while she was while she was being anesthetized. No, that you was today. Were, uh, that was great. That was great. What's your wife's name? Genevieve. Oh, Genevieve, you're going to be fine. I don't know what he's doing. He's memorizing something. It was only wrist surgery. Oh, yeah. But that's a great episode. Thank you. Yeah. And and since we've already mentioned the character a few times, yeah. Can you say your Hank uh, line? Well, we're in the very studio where it is said every morning, uh, where Mr. Um, help me, Mr. Stern, Mr. Stern, yeah, yes, says, "Hey now, you know I went to uh, the Johnny Carson show because I was playing his sidekick, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and uh, am I way off kilter and out of, out of sync here? For no, you? no, no. This is interesting. Um, and uh, I went there to, and he said, well, you want to be backstage? I said, no, I want to go up there and I want to watch. First of all, the first thing I, I knew was that uh, the distance, well, you know this, you were there. Uh, um, the distance between Mr. Carson and Mr. McMahon was maybe eight feet at the most. Whereas on television, you think they're, and uh, um I remember that Gary came out and he did his first set. As you know, you did stand up, right? Do yeah, stand up. Yeah. And he had his note cards and um, he did his first set and it didn't go well. Uh, or, or it wasn't great. And um, anyway, they went to the commercial, the lights went down. I remember that Mr. Carson didn't speak and Mr. McMahon didn't speak. They'd been there, you know, that's two and a half minutes. And um, I saw, and this changed my life. Gary went into his pocket, he pulled out the cards, and he rearranged the cards. And he rearranged them, this one, this one, this one, tore this one up and everything. They came back up, here we are, we're back, and he killed. Wow. And the name of that chapter is called, You Can Always Rearrange the Cards. That's cool. You used to say on the Sanders set that you liked the scenes where he would also pick out the cards, the jokes on the cue cards. I told him to you tell me to, to tell me uh, when he was going to do that because he would do it. And what I didn't know about you guys is that you don't go, <laughs> you just go, oh, that one, uh, that one, uh, that one. Uh, no, 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 not that. 
that one, that one, and I didn't know that. And it was all always about being in the moment. And I think people don't understand what you guys do because it's um, it's life or death. It's a it's it's serious. It's not. I mean, people think that we sit by a pool, um, um, you know, eating grapes. Honey, do you have those grapes? <laughs> did did Ed ever talk to you about that part? I mean, I know it wasn't ex- exclusively based on Ed McMahon. It was kind of an amalgam. No of one ever people. said. Uh, but by the way, what's said there is that uh, you 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 see that uh, sign up there. That's um, that's applause, and when that sound comes up, you know, and that's a one a one a oneer. That's a takeoff. It was a demo uh-huh. because we were going to later, and I was going to go learn how to announce and go to announcing school and everything. That's what they used for. What were we on? Seven years. Yeah, yeah, seven years. Yeah. yeah. When you looked at that script for the first time, and you've said it a couple of times in an actor's life, where there's the perfect marriage between right. the character and the actor, and right. as soon as you read that thing, right. you knew the character. You knew who Hank was. I, well, I did. I did. I mean, I, in all modesty, I, I, I did. Uh, and I went, I guess because I knew how sensitive he was. People called him a buffoon, and I never thought, I said, he's not a buffoon, he's just lonely. Yeah. And lonely makes us all ridiculous. Well, he's everything. I mean, that, that the range of the things. But when he took over the show, he became. Yeah, Hank's Night in the, Hank's night in the Sun, we yeah, were just talking about. Yeah, I mean, he about. took over the show. You know what I did that week? I did a stupid thing. I did it like an actor's ugh, indulgent thing. I pretended I was that asshole. And I didn't talk to anybody. But that experiment didn't work uh, because all I was was an asshole who didn't talk to anybody. I see. And, um, you know, I, sh- I should have told people what I was doing, yeah? A little method, huh? Yeah, and no, uh, I'm not method. Yeah. Yeah. I he's mean, Icar- I prepared for this show. He's Icarus in that episode. I mean, he he, he flies too close to the sun. But yeah. it's But it's great. And you, you're Very actually- Very few podcasts are using the word Icarus well- right now. <laughs> We try to we try to elevate the dialogue. I, here. I, I use the word licorice. I know, yeah. but you can but you I'm can not, imitate Icarus. I'm, I'm not as educated. No. <laughs> where'd you go to Where'd you go to college? Oh God, I didn't go to college. Where'd you go to high I'm, school? I'm very stupid. Are you stupid? Yeah. I get that. <laughs> and yet humble. <laughs> You're not stupid. I've seen you. Uh, you're you're wise, and you've been through the trenches, and you're great. Nobody could do an act, that can do an act like you can, Gilbert. C- could possibly be stupid. And you're courageous. Thank that you. he is. Thank you. See now you get put me in that position. Oh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Suck my dick, Jeff. Not going there. <laughs> You know, watching that episode, it's one of the few episodes where you like him for a portion of the show. You're happy for Hank that he gets this break. He's so he's he's filled with joy when he gets the opportunity. When Artie comes in and he tells him, "We're going with you," and he's lovable and he bonds with the staff and everybody's happy for him. And you're just waiting for that turn. I know. I know. Peter Tolan script, good episode. Peter Tolan, yeah, good writers on that. Good show writer, too. we wit, have to give him a shout wit. out. And and the thing about Gary's writing is that he would go past the joke to get something deeper, which is something George C. Scott told me, is that you go past the easy joke to get something deeper, something that you guys don't really listen to on this set, but <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Let's- and that's how you really laugh, by the way. That.
<laughs> Let's give a shout out to one of our uh, our podcast guests, one of our frequent podcast guests. Is this who, a commercial? No, who played a who played a role in you getting that part? Okay, this scares me. And that's uh, Alan's Wybell. Oh my god. He's been on this show three times, I think. You know what I thought was going to happen? What's that? I thought you were going to play a tape of Alan's Wybell. No, this isn't your. Th- <laughs> That's why you saw that look on my face. This is your life. We have him here behind us. What is wrong with me? (laughs) Bring him out. I thought you were going to go, I thought you go, hi, thanks for asking. Hey, hi, how are you, Jeff? What's wrong with me, really? Really? What what actually has happened here? (laughs) Maybe I set it up too well. I don't know. Medic. (laughs) But Alan was. Alan and I, there was two, two people instrumental. Uh, Alan, uh, I was auditioning badly for him. Not badly, but it was the wrong material. And we both agreed. But he said, may I uh, may I make a phone call? And I said, sure. And he went in the other room. And uh, apocryphally, uh, he called Gary and said, I think this is the guy. Uh, they were having trouble casting Hank. And I think this is the guy who plays Hank. Uh, also, um, Judd Apatow was yeah. in my corner, and that's uh, another you know, friend of this show. He has he been on? Yes, and he listens to the show, and he's endorsed. Hi, us. Judd. Yes, yes, and well, it's a perfect opportunity to plug Judd's book, by the way. Oh, are, great! Well, don't plug mine. Judd, well, I'm going to yeah, plug go, yours go, too. Yeah, you're in this book. I am this in this book. What book. a lovely book. book! It's Gary Shandling's book. Yeah, and uh, you're in here, and yeah, Judd has been great to us and great to this show. He's a great guy. Oh, and what's your recollections oh, of that? Oh, no, uh, you're scaring me. Uh, no. Because when you start to get naughty, you get a little thing in your, uh, in your I eye. I think he had it's, a sincere question. It's sort of like a twitch. It's sort of like, I'm going to fuck this guy so over. I can get you know, wait till this, is, this gets it. This Bob Einstein is the guest who busted our balls on this show the most. I love yeah. Bob Einstein, you know, when he uh, did the show, and I recommended him uh, unarrested, mm-hmm. he sent in his measurements that were wrong. He said that his left foot was 12 inches and his right <laughs> foot was 6 inches. And they came up to me and they said, is there something wrong? And I went, no, this is Bob Einstein. You haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> he, he busted our hump on this show, and I'm you're, you're right behind him. Oh, am I being... No, 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 it's let's fun. Re- let's restart. It's fun, but it's... Uh... Is it too busty? No, it's just a... <laughs> It's been a long time. We've Steve missed, Fon- we've missed Fink. doing a show like this. Steve Fink, my producer. Steve is here. Steve is here, and you know we're doing the um, a, a podcast together. And we actually uh, ca- uh, came to ask, see how it's done. Forget that. And <laughs> You've come uh, to the wrong uh, place. <laughs> and Steve, uh, actually, as he was, because I told him I was nervous about coming on the show, and he said, "Be funny." So now I'm going to be worried about being No, funny. no, you're great. We're I, enjoying it. I was going to ask you about another actor we talk about a lot on the show. You can imitate him? And, and you mentioned him before, and Who that's Jack Warden. Oh, God. You what worked with guy. him too, Gil. Yeah, yeah, I worked with him in in the Problem Child movies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't he great? What a an Terrific actor. actor. Nice guy. Did you want to say anything, uh, Steve? Yeah, I'm good. How do you're you think great. I'm doing? You're doing great. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Any notes? Be funny. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be funny. We'll, we'll plug the podcast. You know, my hands Steve. were shaking when I was walking here. Yeah, I know. I, I was shaking. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one's really <laughs> listening. Says, I know. There's <laughs> no reason to be nervous. Well, we're going to ask these people how you do a podcast. What was our rating today? 69. Hmm. <laughs> let's go Let's go 68, okay? <laughs> Uh, 68. 
The what? 68. What's your ranking? What? 68 what? What were we, Dara, last week? 15? Oh. We, you were 15? We were in the top. We were in the top 15. Well, we're in a we, different category. We were within a category, not we're, Ours overall. is baldness. Uh, it was, yeah, it right. was the baldness category. <laughs> and we're 68. Ours is in the unlistenable category. We were in the top, <laughs> is it, what top is 20. Your, it is your category. Uh, we're oh, in by TV the way, film. congratulations being a part of Sirius XM. Thank you. How was that? Thank Thrilling. you. Oh, see, oh see, go fuck yourself. Go, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> Fuck you, you piece of shit. Oh, there you go. Now it's, now it's sounding like home. Before, More questions. Before we leave the talking about the Sanders show, sure, we lost, we lost, changing tones. Okay, tones. We lost your friend Rip Torn recently in yeah. twenty in 2019. Yeah. Uh, had you known him before that show? No, no. In fact, I don't know if it said in the book. Did it say anything about another actor playing playing it for a little while before you did not no i don't know this it's okay. not in the book hey judd um i'm gonna say something i don't know if everyone knows it wouldn't it be funny if you answered me sure uh um <laughs> but um for a while there there i think there was a difficulty in negotiation or something or something well you I, said in the book that he wouldn't read he wouldn't read yeah and you had to read for gary and um and gary would read with you and see what the chemistry was and for a while i remember rehearsing that role with another actor and then there were the unfortunate uh riots in uh oh yeah uh, in la and right. we stood down for that week or, or so during that horrible horrible turmoil and uh when when we came back rip was there so obviously he read and floored well he did he floored floored gary and i just um that man was actor from 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 he just loved acting and he loved Gary. Oh, that's nice. And that's why Artie was so so great. That that came through in the in the Absolutely. in the characters. What an actor. What an actor. He had his demons, Rip. I mean, he attacked Norman Mailer with a hammer. He had some there was some famously he had run-ins with Dennis Hopper who he sued. He he was a complicated guy. But a great actor. One day he came back from lunch and we were about to go in and do the scene and both of his windows on his car were smashed in. Oh. Like look from a, a baseball bat or something. And I said, you know, how was lunch? And uh, he didn't say anything about it at all. And then we just went in and um, uh, we did the scene. But that was kind of, you know, and his dressing room was like a, a Dick's Sporting Goods store. There were reels and flies. You guys look really bored. No, saying. no. <laughs> I'm, I, if the audience my favorite see show. I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at two faces. Who could be morticians? They're kind of this, going. This photographer, David Simon, is here, and he's as big a Larry Sanders fan as I am. Yeah. So we're getting off on this stuff. Yeah. He he would encourage you to take the character darker. To, who did? To, uh, Rip, at he times. Did? He, he did? said in the book. Yeah. Why do you know more about me than me? Well. <laughs> I, yeah, he was just, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Uh, but he was, uh, he, was uh, he was quite a guy, you know? Quite a guy. I, I like the story too, where you said. You know, it. it's interesting because I'm the last man standing. I know. So, yeah. I know. So this may this may be it. So take <laughs> this advantage. Is it. This is your swan song today. Yeah. <laughs> From hey, show go business. fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> what was what was his last words? I don't know. He he kind of murmured, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> do you know that I'm 75? Yeah. You look great. No, I didn't know this. Do I? Yes, honestly. How old do you think I look? 20. 65. What's 64? Huh? 64. Yeah, 65. Oh, 64 is better. Well, that's shaving 11 years off. 
Shaven. Yeah. How old do I look? 52. Good enough. What are you? 56. Yeah. How old are you? I told you before. <laughs> He's the not fuck's say. your problem? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Jeff. You want to go fuck yourself. <laughs> and this time I mean it. Rip sent you a telegram when you were performing on Broadway in, in, uh, in 2005. Uh, I need a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? It's sweet. What's the, what's the telegram? He sent you a telegram. What did were, it say? He, he, it touched you, you said. In 2005, you were on Broadway. Oh, 2005. Yeah. yeah. What year is this now? <laughs> Again, where is my car? <laughs> well, can you tell me what the telegram oh, God. was? I, it, it didn't go into detail in the book. You just talked about how touched you were. Well, look out for part two because we're going we're gonna to divulge <laughs> what that is. I will make you tell the story of the last time you saw Gary because it's sweet in Santa Monica. You were with Judd. This is a very odd story. And, and talk about a tone change. Um, but um, I kept getting this message from Gary. Did I tell you when I won the Golden Globe? Oh, he, that he sent me yes, a, that's sweet. a text saying, I'm standing in my kitchen crying. Oh, That's sweet. What a guy. But he kept calling me and he kept calling Judd. And they kept calling, and he wouldn't take no for an answer. So we met at, um, what's, uh, what's the name of that uh, hotel that we stay at? at uh, Is that Shutters? In Santa no, Monica? no. Yeah. What's the other one? Uh, Fairmont. Okay. Fair enough. I don't even think that's the, the answer. But um, <laughs> what is it? Oh, she's looking up on her Google. Um, what's the question? You and him. You and Gary and Judd. You met. and he. Yes, you and Gary and Judd met yeah. for. And uh, he, he he said first of all he did say how proud he was of, of of Judd and all he's done and then and then we talked and everything like that but there was something there was something there was some actors talk about there was something undertow and then Judd had to take off and go back to work and uh, he, Frank we had to we walked to uh, Santa Monica um, out there on the green if anyone has been there and we just sat there like. Um, Two elderly Jews from I'm not Rappaport. That's great. And I remember, I remember we talked less than just sat there. And it was sort of like we did this, didn't we? This this did happen, didn't it? And then I went back to my car, and he went back to his car, and I drove around forever in this sort of euphoria. Uh, uh, of having, you know, what was that? What was that? What was that? And on one of my times passing the Fairmont, he was sitting in his car and he was arguably doing the same thing. I love that story. And um, he changed my life. Ah, God, I love him. I love him. I just, uh, thank you. You, uh, you guys, uh, you said that you both had a bond that was that you rarely spoke about. I don't think we spoke about. You know, his brother uh, yeah. died. My brother died. Yeah. We both had uh, um, difficult mothers. My mom winning the difficult uh, prize. Uh, the tambors of San Francisco put the D back in. People should read the book to read about uh, in, in detail about your mom. It's yes, and we'll be stuff. selling those on the. Uh, uh, yes, yes, we're in large print now. Are you anybody? From two, you want to know how that title came? Tell us. I was doing a Broadway show. I walked out the stage door, and the paparazzi, well, then, you, it was autographs. It wasn't this. And the guy said, hey, hey, are you anybody? And I thought about it for a while, and I went, 
No. That's good. You can cut the silence. No. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay, some, here. Some stories I'll are just meant it. to be poignant, Jeffrey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert knew him a little bit too. He knew Gary a little bit. Did you? Yeah. Did I what? Did you know Gary a little bit? Did you, did you check out? Uh yes. I know you did. You went yeah. to Tallahassee. And <laughs> I saw you take flight. I saw you ask for another drink from the stewardess, and the whole deal. You left the building, saying, "What is this snore?" I thought what, we had Elliot Gould. What I, what I remember with Gary Shanling. Yes. Was. I had had at one point a burst appendix, and I had to go in to have my stomach fixed up. Yeah, and and he said, "Where where are you gonna where where are you gonna what hospital?" And I said, "Oh, I, I, the operation's gonna take place at New York Eye and Ear." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, I, shouldn't you go to a hospital called?" Stomach and ass. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yes. What side is your appendix on? on I the right. don't. It yeah, is? it's on the right. Yeah, side. I have a little pain going on. There. And I don't think I don't think anyone knows what the appendix yeah. was ever there for. Oh, it's a vestigial uh, organ, and I I have no idea what I just said, by the way. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to start using that. Right. We could do a commercial for vestigial. Yes. <laughs> I had a memorable evening with Gary and John Marcus. That I'll, oh, that I'll, that I'll, that I'll yeah. know who's a writer on Sandy And you show. came on the set. And I came to the and show. And you're a friend of Wallace the Great, Wally Wallace Langham, Langham and we Phil talked. Writer. Was yeah. I nice? You were lovely. But I had met you before that. I met you in a parking lot. Uh, don't at the go old there. Don't, uh, the Dupars parking don't tell lot this story. in Studio City. What? I met you. I was a friend of Jack Mendelson's who wrote for the Ropers and Three's Company. Uh-huh. And we were talking. Uh, I just approached you. Uh, I was, you know, a broke writer uh-huh. knocking around Los Angeles. You were very nice. And then I got to know Wally and he invited me to the set. And then I spent You know, time I with am you. nice. Yes, you are. I'm you're, kind. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, we've gotten to know each other over phone calls and your, your appearances on The View. Oh, Thank you for your grace on your phone calls. The last phone call we had, you kept saying, well, I need to get on this bus now. And I went, there's no bus. <laughs> there is no bus. <laughs> and your laughter tells me everything I need to hear. When Gary came to do the Behar show, she Joy had a show at, uh, at CNN. I saw that. Gary I just saw uh, Joe. She also did 92nd Street Y, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she was on the old It's Gary Shaling show. So they went back. Oh, I didn't know that. And he, yeah, and he was very kind, and he invited yeah. me into the green room and asked me to weigh in on his jokes and sit with him. And yeah, but see, that's very, who he was. Insanely After flattering he passed away, everyone came up to me and said, not everyone, but m- most people came up to me and said, you know, he helped me on this, and he helped me on this, and he helped me on this, and he helped me yeah. on this. What's in the documentary, how many people yeah. he mentored? That's a great documentary. Yeah. 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 Well, shout out to our friend Mike Bonfiglio who made that with Judd. Shout out to Ma- Ma- what's his name? Mount? Michael Bonfiglio made that doc with Judd, and it's say really that again. Re- Michael Bonfiglio. He's one of mine. What do you mean? Uh, Italiano. Sic- Sicilian? Yeah, he might be. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that doc is beautiful. That and, what? And it, yeah, the documentary it's, it's is beautiful, and it's a real insight into the man. Yeah. Um, you know, can I do something? Sure. Yeah. Because can I? Can I talk about something? Yeah. It's just a change Anything of tone a little bit. Yeah. Can I talk about Transparent a little bit? Sure. Oh. Because I... <laughs> the, sh- <laughs> the show he won a slew of Emmys for, Gilbert. You are- I won a, Gil- a Gilbert? A Gilbert. <laughs> you won a Gilbert. <laughs> God help me. Ladies and gentlemen. 
The Gilbert goes to <laughs> that. The Gilbert Go Fuck Yourself Award goes to. You don't want that. Well, I just think that as a service to your listeners and yes. a service to you guys, yeah. I, I want to talk a little bit about transparent because you know I was as, as you know. Oh, transparent! Now yeah, I know what please you do. And and I I I just want to you know there seems to be an elephant in the room. I would like it to dismiss and and throw it out. And we can cut this if you don't, if you don't like it. But uh, you know I I just want uh I I think I owe it to your listeners who you know saying is he glissing over this, but you know I was let go you know um uh and uh. I was a part of that. Uh, I, uh, I was an amazing cast, and it, it, it lent such credence. Are you guys okay with me talking? About Absolutely. Yes. Uh, uh, it lent such credence and respect to the LGBT community, and made people aware of uh, the issues that were at hand. And it was so, so, so important for, that people understood and opened their eyes. And they certainly, I, I you know, God just op- it opened my eyes and made people what is the phrase woke it makes yeah. people uh, aware uh so i was so uh, fortunate and i love that cast and i love that crew and um uh so so regarding how i left the show i just want to make it really really clear for your listeners out there that i'm not this guy i in no way i ever ever intended to make anyone feel uh uncomfortable this this cast was amazing uh it was very much like this room it was sort of raucous and wonderful and irreverent and uh, loving and personal. And, uh, you know, we told personal stories. And uh, I got to be, you know, I got to be Jeffrey and I got to play Mora. And it was vital for the community. I'm so part of it. Regarding, you know, um, um, how I left the show, uh, I just want to say I never, ever, ever, ever intended to make anyone feel uncomfortable, ever. It's just not who I am. It's just, I mean, I have, my wife is here, and I, I you know, I have character defa- de- defects, and she has the list uh, that we're going to distribute. But, um, <laughs> uh, uh, but this, uh, we loved each other, we were irreverent, we were honest, we were vulnerable, we had stories that were very, very personal, we trusted one another. It was a set like no, we were raucous. It was a set like uh, no, no, no other. And there, uh, there had to be, um, of course, instances where my interaction with, the, with these lovely people could have been mistaken way other, way other than how I intended. And I have uh, profoundly uh, apologized, and I apologize uh, now uh, if I made anyone anyone feel uh vulnerable and i'm sorry uh, um i'm sorry it ended the way it did but I, I just want to say you know uh i have to say it i'm so proud of playing mora and part of the lgbt community and getting that important message uh out and it's a highlight of mm-hmm. of, of uh of my life and i just can't let the day go sure and i can't leave this studio without saying something and I love you guys, and I just want to uh, thank you for, uh, of course, for listening. Well, thank, thanks for speaking from the heart. I would never, I would never leave. The, you know, I mean, I just know oh, here we are joking, laughing, and I'm sure listeners are going, "Well, isn't he gonna?" You know, and um, that that's the first time I've spoken about it. So here we are. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you. And and I'm sure the people that you worked with appreciate it as well. 
Yeah. It's interesting because you said that some actors. I'm get, a nice guy. I know that. <laughs> you you say some actors. No, get, no, but I I am kind. I, oh, I'm I, a kind I've guy. Always got that impression. You know what my son said to me? What's that? I don't think I want to tell you. <laughs> no, you know what my son said to tell me us. the other day? He we were doing his homework, and he turned to me and he said, "Can I say something?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "You're nicer." Isn't that nice? That cost about, you know, that that made it all worthwhile. Are you crying? No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, did I kill? Did I just kill the room? Not at all. No. No. That, no. Was, that was terrific. No. No. Oh, thank you. Not at all. Thanks for being so honest and so forth. I can't be any other way. You know, we talked on the phone too, and you, you know, you had. You, <laughs> Was that the one where you had to catch the bus? No, but you were you were saying we were talking about. This well, that's th- why I bolted the first time because well, I was I, I was uncomfortable because I I don't know I I, I, I you know I just uh, I don't know I don't know this, this show we we intended this show to be a tribute to the people yeah, that we love. Yeah, what the fuck is a tribute? And by come the way. from that. And place. when is it going to be a tribute? Well. <laughs> Because all, all I do is the host just, uh, you know, hurling insults at me. I do want you to tell the story of calling your dad when you were on Kojak in New York. Because that's a well, does everybody remember Kojak? Sure. Remember oh, with Telly Savalas, you know, the people with the lollipop. This show, certainly yeah. I was my first job, and I called home, and my I, I said, Dad, I'm on Kojak, and he said, uh, What number? And I said, Well, uh, oh, oh, two. I'm on two. And he went, oh, it's good. Yeah, we get two. Four, four not so good. Four is a little, and I, it was just a, a, a different time. But as I was telling Frank on, on one of our several phone calls, uh, I, I um, also, on uh, my debut was Kojak, and we shot up at uh, Grant's tomb. Yeah. Yeah, on, on arguably the coldest day of the year, century. Uh, and um, for some reason, we were out in the cold for a hell of a long time. Joan Hackett is that her name? Joan Hackett, yeah, great wow. actress. Died young. Where did that that directly she, from my talk? She was great, gentlemen. Uh, she was great. Yeah. And I had, I think, what they call an under five, where it's five lives sure. and under, where you're not paid a fortune. Uh, anyway, it was so cold that when they said action, my mouth froze. My mouth completely froze, and my debut sounded like this. <laughs> Cut, print, moving on. And that is my debut. They showed it on the Colbert show when you were on a couple of years ago, they and did. you never even looked up. You're looking at the Why gar- would I the look dead up? body on the gurney. <laughs> I'm not going to even listen to this show. Why would I... <laughs> Why would I do such a thing? What are you writing down, Dara? <laughs> I'll tell you something comforting, Jeffrey. Gilbert's never gone back and listened to a single one of these. My brother. Here, give me five. <laughs> you put brother. it out there, Why? it's done, right? Why? Is that how you feel, Gil? Why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's All done, I it's do gone. is go, oh, too thin, too fat. Do you know how much I weighed when I did Pollock? How much? 270 pounds. Jeez. No, wow. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> now, um, um, are you one of those people when you see yourself? Now it's three fingers. What's wrong with you? <laughs> when you point at me, it's every finger. Is this an affliction? <laughs> Go ahead. When you see yourself. When you see yourself, are you constantly going, why did I do it always, that way? Always. Always. I'm just not. You know who else had that? My dear friend who passed, Jill Clayberg. She couldn't watch herself. 
So we would both go out to the, well, I wouldn't, I would just put my head down. I'm I'm not a fan. <laughs> you, have a, you have a great line in the book about watching your watching the dailies with Pacino for Injustice oh for All. Oh my God! Yeah, you said I didn't in, know. in real life I'm insecure about being bald, but when I look up at that screen, yeah, it goes all the way back. <laughs> oh my God! I, when I'm in the morning when you shave, right? <laughs> you see the front part and you go, eh, I can get through the day. When you watch dailies, you go, I don't want to live. So Jack Ward was right. What? Don't watch the dailies. Don't watch the dailies. <laughs> you know. Gosh, I'm having a good time. Would you do a podcast with me? I, I'm. You have to sorry, say yes. I'm You're real on. busy. <laughs> <laughs> had had you asked me? Would you before? and Frank do a, a podcast with me live? Okay. Yeah, sure. the pay is minimal. Absolutely. What are you going to say? No. <laughs> You're on the spot. <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't it, Steve? Yeah. How long have you been teaching actors? A long 50. time. Fifty. Fifty years. Yeah. Fifty. years? I taught last night. I'm teaching at the Richfield Playhouse. In, That's uh, wonderful. In uh, in what's, Richfield. What's some like in in uh, in like a couple of seconds or yeah, a couple of lines? Yeah. Uh, the most important uh, things about play. acting. Play. What? Play. Something that you have in this room. Play. Don't forget play. Have fun. Be silly. Have fun. Be silly. Yeah. Make mistakes. Do you know the whole world now is? Remember when we all went to school? Well, you didn't go to school. Uh, but uh, remember when we all, well, the regular people went to school? Um, I was a joke. Uh, that um, wow, you 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 have to do everything perfectly. Sure. Now yeah. they're they're the, the big thing is don't don't be afraid to fail, yeah. and they're hiring on that. I actually read an article where they said the CEO says, um, if you're not afraid to fail fifty percent of the time, you you will be fired. That's interesting. Yeah. Let me ask you something. People yes. write into this show and they do? listeners of this show, and they, they wonder if Gilbert is ever going to attempt to tackle a dramatic role. Do you think? I don't see it. You don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get the question out. Have you ever done a serious role? No, I don't think I've ever done a well, serious role. Does, does he want to do a serious role? He might. What would you like to do? Does it have to be an existing role? Well, what's a non-existing role? Well, some a role written for him. Now, does the appendix move? <laughs> I don't know. Something's happening here. <laughs> that don't, don't. If it's a bathroom joke, <laughs> I will sue you. I will have my people sue you. Do you, as the acting yeah, expert, absolutely. think Sherry has the chops? We're going over you. I'm trying. We can't. I'm we can't. First of all, you're going to soil yourself now. I'm trying to move. I can't move. Have you heard his Irvi Vilichez? Who's Irvi Vilichez? You know, from Tattoo, from Fantasy Island. The, the, you think the small that I actor? know the small actor from Fantasy? You know that little actor? The French oh, great. actor. Now I've offended the little French actor. You know the actor. Yeah. Yeah. Two he, does a great, okay. he does a great impression. All right. <laughs> you know what I am? I'm just a foil. <laughs> You're going to cut everything out, and it's just going to be a list of your fucking impressions. <laughs> this, this, this is Hervé Villages taking his All shit. right. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't they have more, more Rochvich on Fantasy Island? Oh, I Why do I bother, Dara? I feel like a lead pipe is coming out is of my like head. Is he like this at home? Yes. <laughs> yeah? How many bathrooms do you have, by the way? You have three? Does he have his own? I feel like a large boulder is coming out of my head. Unbelievable. You're going to wake up screaming in the middle of the night. <laughs> we will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast, but first, a word from our sponsor. I'm going to pull some more stuff out of the book. Please. Tell us why Marty and, er- and Ernest Borgnine was a turning point for you, seeing that. Sarah Theater. I would stay after the morning show on a Saturday. I would, uh, and I and I remember saying, because he wasn't, you know, he wasn't Robert Redford good looking, mm-hmm. uh, nor was I. Now, of course, is a different matter. Right. But um, did you ever meet him and tell him that? I never got a chance to meet him. That yeah, I meet him, but he. T- I went. I've, uh, he's a character actor. You know who the other one was? Charles Lawton. Oh, Charles Lawton. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And I went. Oh, and Ralph Richardson. And Those Tom Yule. My- you said that about in the book. Tom that you saw Yule. him, and you thought this. I is- watched that on on a loop. Seven year itch. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. He was great. You want to know. tackle a couple of questions from listeners that they sent me about you? Sure. Rob Smith, what were Jeffrey's thoughts about working with Mel Brooks on Life Stinks? A movie Gilbert auditioned for and didn't get. I I auditioned I think you auditioned for, for my role. No, no. I auditioned for that, and I lost out to Billy Barty. Who is that? The midget. The little actor. The midget. <laughs> I believe they call them little persons. The now. midget yeah. who was yeah. not in uh, Funky Monkey, because he was American. <laughs> any any recollections about working with Mel? Yes. Um, I remember him directing me. <laughs> well, this is a lesson for young actors in the room. Can I, can I be didactic? Please. I was at a... I was in a point, a little bit of a, uh, as the actors say, uh, or even actors say, a uh, pause, let's say, between uh, gigs. And um, I went to this guy, I was in the gym, and one of the things I teach is, you know, if you need help, ask for it. Help, help, help. I walked up to Arthur Penn and I said, let me play the role. And he went, oh, I didn't even think of it. Sure. Ask for help. Um, it's very, very important. So what were we talking about? About Mel and life stinks. And uh, uh, I went to the commissary, which I never do. Oh, so I walked up to this guy at the, at the gym, and I see uh, he was doing, oh, what's the show? Doogie Hauser. Yeah, you were on that show. Yeah. And I said to the guy, I said, what are you doing? He says, Doogie Hauser. And I said, oh, fine. What's my role like? And he went, well, you wouldn't do it. And I was dead broke. I didn't have a cent to my, to my name. And... um in fact, my business manager said, I don't know how you do it, but you're at zero. I mean, you're actually at zero. Uh, and uh, I said, well, how's my role? And he said, you wouldn't come on. I said, yeah, I would. And it was three scenes. Now, meanwhile, I had been, it's the same cast and crew. It's Steve Ochko. I had been on Hill, Hill Street Blue right. as a recurring character. And there was kind of like a little feeling around the set, like, what's he doing here? Is every, people came up, everything okay? I said, yeah. And then I went to the, the my friend Larry Pressman, said, uh, let's go to the uh, commissary. And I said, no, I don't go to the commissary. And I said, well, you know, I've broken every rule. 
so far. Go to the commissary. So I went to the commissary. I talked to this one guy. I said hello to this one guy that I hadn't been talked to in years. I waved, breaking all the rules. And at that point, he pointed way over in the corner. And it was, I didn't know. It was Mel Brooks. Wow. And he pointed to me like that. And then at the end, I walked over to Mr. Brooks' uh, table. And we said hello. And from 1 o'clock that day, I was being written into that script. So what I want to say to the young actors out there, ask. That's a great story. Really? Yeah. Oh. And so here's my first uh, rehearsal with him. He said, okay, so you come into the door and you go uh, over to the desk and you go, wah, wah, wah. And then you turn on the lamp and you go, hoo you, hoo you, hoo you. And then, then you go over there and you sit down and you cross your legs and you go, nine, nine, nine. And then uh, I said, no. And he goes, okay, do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Here's Who's another it? one. Bob Olson, I love the movie Radio Land Murders. What does Jeffrey remember about that one? Did he enjoy, who did he enjoy working with? Great cast. Who was in that? Ned Beatty. Yeah. Brian Benben. Brian Benben. Michael McKean, who's been, who's been on this show. Yeah. Yeah, among others. That, that's one you owe me, by the way. I'll send it to you. Yeah, good you luck. <laughs> they're going to they're put it on my tombstone. Oh, by the way, this was just came in. It's two videotapes. Um, Any memories of that one? I remember that it went askew. Yeah. It started off, you know how I knew, uh, and forgive me if I offend somebody here, but the director or somebody uh, said, um, we were at a Thanksgiving meal, we were in North Carolina, uh, and uh, he said, what's your, oh, I'm giving it away who it is, uh, what's your favorite film? And I said, being there, it's one of my favorite films. It's one of the great films that, that Peter Sellers changed changed my life. And he went, that's amateur. And, uh, you know, oh, that's a horrible film. And I went, we're going to go direct to video because uh, the sensibility was uh, was wow. wrong. But that happens. Mr. Mom was like that. Mr. Mom, uh, people were saying, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And look at that. Yeah, you said you're a bad predictor. You thought Meet Joe Black would be a hit, and you didn't think Mr. Mom would be a hit. I thought there would be a parade. Yeah. <laughs> and I would be lifted around in confetti. <laughs> I even said to my agent, this is how arrogant I was. I, they said, now you have another audition. And I went, audition? I just did And Justice for All. No, was that it? And Justice for All, is that what you're talking about? What, what movie are you talking about? I'm saying that you said in the book that with Meet Joe Black, you thought, oh, you thought Black. that was going to be a sensation, yeah. and it wasn't, and you no. didn't think Mr. Mom was going to click. Right. That's audience. what happens. We yeah. all know that. That's what happens. You can, you, can I say something? Sure. What are you going to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that I have had it with people bad-mouthing films? Uh, we talked a little bit about it. You know, the relish with which people have attacked this film, Cats, mm -hmm. or Doolittle. Yeah. I went to see, Do I went to see Doolittle because of the, of, the, of the reviews, and I went, you know, we got to stop talking about that. Any actor will tell you, one minute of film is so hard to do. Of course. We have to stop being mean. Oh, now I sound like a Salvation Army. Uh, but we have to stop being mean in these comments. They're, they're hurtful. Do you, you know my first review? 
Uh, I did Caliban in uh, The Tempest and uh, the guy in the Detroit News because I wore all these beads on my costume and it said Jeffrey Tambor's Caliban is a beaded bag gone wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Gilbert, do you remember any of your bad reviews? Do you hang on to them? I I remember uh, I was in a movie and the review was Gilbert Gottfried is the worst thing to happen to show business since the snuff film. (laughs) And and let me ask you, uh, uh, how did that make you feel? That one, it hurt. But but still made me laugh. Yeah. I love that one. People don't understand that they do hurt. Yes. And then, by the way, those wonderful friends... You know, they here's read the, the, it to you. Yes. Go, they read it to you. Or <laughs> this on opening night. Opening night after the review. The second night where you go after you've just been eviscerated by the Louisville Courier. And you hear, yeah. And people going, I'm so sorry. Oh, geez. You are, I think you are one of the best actors. I, anyway, have a good show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just gotta tell you i'm pissed i mean to, to, to say you're a beaded bag gone wrong i mean yeah you've made some mistakes but i mean anyway have a good show see you out there I, yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> i love you so much Dennis. are you okay and then you go and then you go out on and you think everyone is reading the review as you're speaking. Yes. And uh, you say, hello. And you go, well, what the hell's wrong with that? And then you go, come in. And you go, well, that was good. And you drive yourself insane. I Somebody said, I forget who it was. They said, if you don't read your bad reviews, some good friend will read them to you. Exactly. And by the way, to all out there, but people, it's easy to call someone and say, congratulations on the review. I think where you got to really get, you know, courage is when you, when someone gets knocked a little bit, you call. I mean, it's easy to call somebody and say, congratulations. Sure. On, 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 on that. Frank wants to ask a question. This is from. No, that's okay. We're done with it. Um, there's a I nice, want more questions. I love nice questions. There's a comment here from somebody about When did you lose your hair? No, I want to read this to you. Sean, 18. Sean Gearman or Gillerman. Sean! Says the first season of Transparent made a very positive, uh, had a very positive impact and influence on the way I thought about the trans community, largely because Jeffrey was considered an outsider who was willing to play uh, such a controversial role with humor and sensitivity. Uh, does he have, have any thoughts on what makes an actor authentic enough to play a particular part? That's a tough question. Well, but it's a nice comment. It's a great comment. How do you bring authenticity? You bring yourself. Mm-hmm. And you stop worrying what other people think of you. And, uh, you know, my kids have a telescope. And they look in there, and they look at the stars, and they go, wow. And you must never lose the wow of yourself. Because most of us are leading our lives for other people, trying to please mom and dad. I, I teach young kids and that, you know, uh, um, and old kids. And um, getting back to the, the fork in the road, which is y- yourself, because uh, 
we're trying to we're trying to lead other people's lives or what you know my dad cried when i told him i wanted to be an actor oh that's interesting. well first of all he cried when i lost my hair <laughs> no he, no he did wow. he did oh wow yeah i was i was i was eight, 17 18 years old he cried and then um even when he saw me on broadway he, he just couldn't he couldn't he couldn't do it he couldn't what accept that that was the life that you'd chosen yeah interesting yeah even broadway didn't and being on network television didn't turn his head no do you know i i, I once uh, did a show and i brought it home in San Francisco, and everybody gathered around the living room, and I was so proud of the show. And everyone was watching the show, and I remember my aunt saying, "Oh, look at those curtains! Now, where did they get those curtains? Oh, oh, honey, we should get those curtains." Uh, 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 and I went, you know, that was Peggy Lee singing. Is that all there is? Is that all there is? You know. Yeah. So try, try pleasing yourself. Well, you have that whole chapter in the book called "Fuck 'Em," which do? is yeah, which is along those lines. It's all about What's your that. wife's name? Genevieve. Genevieve, I really apologize <laughs> for your last week. I mean, did you even see him? <laughs> Go ahead. It's a great read. Hey, fuck him. It's, it's yeah. really, you know. Um, it's important advice. What's happening was when I first came to New York, I just didn't care. I had bad reviews and I, I, was, I was fearless. And then all of a sudden the eyes get on you and you start to tighten a little bit and god forbid you know you go like this hello cut thousand thousands of dollars in your hand and you go you know i've been sober 18 years good for you well it's not the truth oh. uh no i've been sober 18 <laughs> years uh and um it, it was largely that that uh that got me all messed up i've never announced that wanting to please people all of it wanting to I mean be. just uh, all of it the yeah. pressure yeah. you know and I couldn't believe you know I used to was I was in repertory I made $55 a week and then you know all of a sudden uh all this money and all this you know for a uh for for, for a script and I, I couldn't I couldn't accept it I just couldn't that's about- not to say you shouldn't send in your donations uh <laughs> to uh care of Gilbert Go- do you have you? You must have this. I'm sure I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway because you talk in the. Am book. I being a good guest? You are. You're great. Am I one of the best? Yes. Uh, We're going to talk uh, about it afterward. Uh, am I? Yes, by far. Top ten. You talk easily. You talk better about- than Michael McKeon. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we love Michael. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know, I know where they're lowering. I know they're lowering the coffin. Can you just throw this in? It's a tape of you, Michael McKeon. You, 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 you seem to still have that perspective. You've worked with George C. Scott. You've been, you've done all these wonderful things, Max von Sydow, and yet you're still thinking about making that fifty-five dollars. So you're still in touch with those feelings. You're still in touch with what it means to be a struggling actor. That must help. Did I mention the house we're flipping in Armonk? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, You know what? I was happy. Even then? Not even then. Uh To have the ability to walk on and and, and do these roles. And, you know, uh, 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 I, I loved it. I only wanted to be an actor. That's all I wanted to do because that moment between action and cut I always thought they can't get me here. I'm safe. That's great. I'm safe. I'm in my element. I'm Jeffrey. My only problem is I've spent so much time being Larry, not Larry, Hank, 
and and, and George, and George, and Oscar, and all of that. That you know, now that uh, I'm home making a little meatloaf for the kids, uh, um, I, I I have to relearn to play Jeffrey. Not play Jeffrey. That sounds awful. <laughs> Be Jeffrey. Be Jeffrey. Or play Jeffrey. <laughs> Uh, I want to also quit. You left again. Oh, this time. Yes. This time you yeah. really left. Yeah. You're not in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I'm, you want to shut your eyes, I'm, it's fine. I'm in another galaxy. Okay. I want to plug two recent movies you did that are both great. What? Win Win, the Paul Giamatti win, picture. Win Win. Tom McCarthy picture. Tom McCarthy. Really good. Paul Giamatti. Great cast. Bobby Cannavale. Cannavale. Amy Ryan, who's coming here. Oh, she's going to be on the show. She yeah. does an imitation of me. She Amy, does. Amy, Amy, Amy. Amy, tell her, Amy, would you, Amy. Would you tell her I send my love? Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to plug the death of Stalin too, which is oh, terrific. Thank you. Another great ensemble. Cast. I love uh, the death of Stalin, and actually, even as we speak, a very important director is uh, watching it right now. Watch it. Great. It's it's, good. it's terrific. So plug the podcast again. Again, you haven't even let me talk about talk it. Talk about it. Who's on it? Where can people get it? It's on iTunes, I assume. It's everywhere. Get on my. Oh, you see how it. <laughs> right. um, it's you know, on it's, iTunes. It's so on a, any, anywhere you get podcasts. Anywhere you get podcasts. Anywhere. anywhere they can get this show, they can get your and show. And the, the story is that Steve came up to me and said, Would you like to do a podcast? And I said, Oh, sure. What is a podcast? Right. And, uh, and here we are. And we just had. Who did we interview? Angelica Houston. Wow. And uh, Dick Cavett. Great. Uh, and we David have Tony Cavett. Hale tomorrow. Love Tony Hill. Was he, has he been on? You should have Angelica's brother, Danny Houston. We had him. You know, I've been reading her book, and I don't know about this Danny Houston. He is wonderful. Yeah? yeah. Better than I, let's say? No. Oh. So you're, in, my new favorite you're in Death of Stalin? Yes. Because- You have an imitation of Stalin? Stalin <laughs> taking a shit. I don't know where I've landed. I apologize, Jeffrey. I don't know. Oh! I don't know if my career has moved forward. <laughs> Backward to the Please. side. You're, you have you're our lawyer's number. <laughs> what podcast? So the My podcast. Wife said podcast. Jeff, you're Go. very unprofessional. <laughs> This is Stalin. The name of the podcast. Stalin taking, I'm go Stalin smacking. taking a shit. What? By the way, I rescind the Why? offer to come on the show. <laughs> Why did I eat that borscht? Oh. I didn't know he spoke English. Oh, we're Stalin. having Richard Kind on. He's great. Yes, He's a he, and of this he show. said because I said I'm nervous. He goes, live. they'll treat you, huh? Live show. I'm doing a live show with Richard Where? Kind. Where? At the Bedford Playhouse, March 14th. I gotta go to that. Would you go? I will. Forty five dollars. You want to give Kind. it to me now? Because <laughs> yeah. parking is very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing that. And what else, Josh? Uh, cat. You're getting great guests, Jeffrey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. We, Richard's been on this show four times. He loves you. He yeah, loves you. And I, I played that one. Uh, and uh, we had Armando Iannucci He's on. a genius. And uh, who else do we have on? Uh, we've got Will Arnett coming Will up. Arnett. Will Arnett's coming Your up on the 19th. Your bookings are better than ours. No, that's not true. Wow. Uh, most of them don't do uh, bowel movement impressions. <laughs> well, we have, we have night is young. Well, I've never been on a show quite like this. <laughs> where... Uh, uh, no one said, by the way, I have to tell you something about Gilbert, <laughs> yes. that every other imitation has him going to the bathroom. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have I taken flight yet again. 
I would have been uh, out here. Hey, thanks for letting me talk about um, of course uh, about all that with uh, transparent thanks and letting me uh, I, uh, uh, be, be, be so on. I love you guys. Can I come back again? Please. I'm sorry. <laughs> may, may I, I would s- love that. <laughs> I would love that if you closed and locked the door <laughs> and said that Jew is not coming back into this place. I we want to thank before. a couple of people too. We want to thank Kathy Schaefer and Teresa and Judy Twersky and oh, all yeah. the and all the people. How do you who, know Kathy? We know her well. Paul's been on the show. He's a friend of of Darren Gilbert's. Oh yeah, and I know him too. And Kathy, you are really going to come on our show? We'd love to. Do Do you know that actor Eugene Pallette? You know Eugene Oh yeah. yeah, he hated the Jews. <laughs> he hated Jews and blacks. This is no way to close it. Out. No, it isn't. <laughs> This we were doing great, and this this goes scissors. Get those scissors out, baby. Oh, you and I'll make the edit together, Jeffrey. Yes. The book is called. Are you going to send me this? Absolutely. I'll send you the rough cut. The book is called "Are You Anybody?" A memoir. It's wonderful. It's funny. It's also a, a, an acting. Guide, is there anything I should guide. be saying? <laughs> well, I'm looking at my. Did I do okay? You did great. Did really? You came here to learn. So. Oh, yeah. We want to learn how to do this. How, and what did you pick up? Not much. <laughs> Not much. We're I, doing fine. <laughs> can I say no. something sincere? Please. Thank you for the gift of Hank Kingsley. That's a great contribution to the culture. And I mean it. Entertain me for years of my life. L'chaim. L'chaim. It's with a chach. I'm a People from Sidley go Lachayim. Here, Lachayim. Can I say something? You can't. <laughs> you actually can't. In fact, we're, we're, you actually can't. You've ruined this show. And it's your own show. The show is ruined. This will never be seen or heard. Gilbert, shall we say goodnight to this man? But first, I oh, want to say... Fuck you, Jim. Fuck you, Gilbert. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Come back, Jeffrey, another time. I'll do we what I want. Talk okay. To Jeffrey. Jim- <laughs> no, I would love. Can I come back? Absolutely. <laughs> now, do I get paid for this? <laughs> it's what Paul Williams calls a hard Can you just do my parking? Payment. Do you know how much my parking is? <laughs> it's forty-one dollars. What can I do to your car? We can. No. It was $560. You don't have that kind of money. Is there anything I should be saying? Thank you to our serious crew. We've been talking to Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. Don't do it. You got that look. You want to do another thing with a grunting. Name an actor. Go ahead. Okay, I will. Marlon Brando. Well. Oh. Oh, Does everybody gee. know that I'm putting on my coat? Oh. Oh. I just, Does he do this every time? Uh, well, <laughs> I can't squeeze. I mean, can I ask you a something? I can't sure. squeeze. Yeah, it's just between you and yeah. Is he all right? No. <laughs> no. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. And he's paid, he's paid for this, is yeah. that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots of money? He's on the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to push out a log. I'm out of here. <laughs> Say goodnight, <laughs> Gilly. Jeffrey, no, thanks no. for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. That's good. Hey, Dara. 
My apologies, and I'm sorry for you. This is one of my favorite episodes, Jeffrey, and I mean it. Thank you. Thank you.